Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Dixon and Blixon and all his reindeers pulling on the reins. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. So hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. He's got a bag that's filled with toys for boys and girls again. Hear those sleigh bells jingle jangle, oh what a beautiful sight. So jump in bed and cover your head, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. He doesn't care if you're rich or poor, he loves you just the same. Santa Claus knows we're all God's children, that makes everything right. So fill your hearts with Christmas cheer, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. He'll come around when chimes ring out that it's Christmas morn again. Peace on earth will come to all if we just follow the light. So let's give thanks to the Lord above, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Bixen and Blixen, all his reindeers pulling on the rain. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. Hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Oh, what an honor. What a privilege. It, it took a long time for me to get here. It was hard to find the studios. But Santa Claus is here at the InfoWars World Headquarters spreading Christmas cheer. And I want to do something that's never been done before in honor only for this InfoWars audience. I want to take your calls and find out what you want for Christmas. Only right here on the InfoWars War Room. Never, Santa has never done this before. For the thousands of years I've been delivering toys to all the good little boys and girls out there. Not liberals. It's just insane. And you think, well, why do we have to live like this? Because... Thieves run our country, folks. Thieves. Thieves. You go anywhere in the developed world, and it's not like this. Anywhere. 
Go to Saudi Arabia. Go to the UAE. Go to Japan. Go to China. Go to Russia. Nobody deals with this crap. Only us. Because our politicians are thieves. They are thieves. They don't give money to infrastructure. They give it to themselves. They don't give money for broadband internet. They build an infrastructure to control you. They don't give billions of dollars to Ukraine. They launder it. Why is our infrastructure collapsing in one of the hardest working, most developed, prosperous nations on earth? Because our governments and our politicians are thieves. They are dirty, rotten thieves. And I'm sick and damn tired of it. I'm sick and damn tired of looking at what airports look like around the world and train stations look like around the world and downtown booming metropolis areas look like around the world. And I say, why can't I have that? Because my government hates me and my politicians are thieves. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No. Don't tell anyone this story. You probably shouldn't tell anyone. You probably shouldn't tell anyone. We're exploring, like, no, you know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can preemptively develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of, like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating fucking viruses. It'd be, like, very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something that, like, you know, it goes everywhere. Something Which crazy. It's the way that the virus started in Wuhan. To be honest, like, it's, it makes no sense if this virus popped out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I know. Meet Jordan Tristan Walker, a director of research and development strategic operations and mRNA scientific planning at Pfizer. It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know. It's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like there's... It's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. So directed evolution is very different. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to do gain of function research with the viruses. Like, yeah. They're probably not. But you do, like, these, like, selected directional mutations to try to see if you can make more potent. Yeah. So there, there is research I'm learning about that. I don't know how that's going to work. There might not be any more outbreaks. Just like, Jesus Christ. The gentleman seems to have absolutely no moral compass at all. For all government officials, it's pretty good for the industry, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad for everyone else in America. Why is it bad for everybody else? Because if the regulators who have to approve our drugs know that once they stop being a regulator, they want to go work for the company, then I got to be as hard for the company. You know, if this is the quality of individuals within Pfizer that are making these huge decisions that a risk global public health. It's profoundly corrupt. What is Pfizer doing, I guess, to optimize, you know, the vaccines now? Oh, we actually have a meeting about that today, so there's a lot. Really? They're doing, uh, I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> <laughs> Our undercover journalist asked Walker how Pfizer is handling the fact that their COVID vaccines are ineffective against virus variants. What he said is disturbing. Listen to this. 
We're exploring, like, now, you know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can unduly develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of, like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating fucking viruses. Yeah. Okay. So we're like, do we want to do this? So that's, like, one of the things we're considering. Okay. So, like, the future, like, maybe we can, like, create new versions of the vaccines and things like that. Okay, so Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No. That's why it was, a, it was a thought that came up in a meeting and we were like, why, why do we not? It was like, we're going to consider that with more discussions. Okay. That's exactly actually, right? We're like, wait a minute. Like, people won't like that. That's right. It appears that Pfizer is internally discussing the possibility of mutating the COVID virus themselves in order to tailor a vaccine to sell to the public. Listen to Walker describe in detail just how they would conduct such a scientific experiment. First, in living animals. So the way that we're thinking about it, don't tell anyone this morning. You got to publish, don't tell anyone. You got to publish, don't tell anyone. So um, the way it would work is like we put them in the virus in these monkeys. Okay. And then we successively like cause them to keep infecting each other. And we collect serial samples from them. And then the ones that are more infectious, like the virus, we'll put them in another monkey and just constantly actively mutate it. That's one way. Okay. Or you can even do like directed like simulation, which like we and then you just sample what the different like um, like uh, proteins on the surface of the virus look like over time. Okay. So then you can see the mutation. Then you can have forces to mutate in a certain way you want. Okay. But you have to be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something that, like you know goes everywhere. Something Which crazy. Is the way that the virus started and moving on. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense if this virus popped out of nowhere. Like yeah, I know. COVID virus experimentation on live monkeys. This is unethical, to say the least, and Walker describes those experiments as if they are ongoing and not simply a hypothetical discussion. So, I mean, when is Pfizer going to implement the mutation of all these viruses? I don't know. It depends on how the experiments work out, because this is just like something we're trying, right? It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know. It's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like, there's... It's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, directed evolution is very different. <laughs> Direct evolution? Directed evolution. Directed evolution, okay. <laughs> well, so, I mean, is that what it is? Maybe. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you're not supposed to do gain function research with the viruses. Like, yeah. They recommend not. But you do, like, these, like, selected directional mutations to try to see if you make more potent. Yeah. So there, there is research I'm going about that. I don't know how that's going to work. There not be any more outbreaks. It's like, Jesus Christ. So um, tell me more, like, what's developing with the whole, you know, virus mutation process? Mm-hmm. Well, they're still kind of conducting the experiments on it, but uh, it seems like from what I've heard, they're kind of optimizing it, but they're going slow they were very cautious. Like, you know, right. obviously they don't want to kind of accelerate it too much. Yeah. Um, but I think they're also just trying to do it as an exploratory thing because you obviously don't want to advertise that you're trying to figure out future mutation. Okay, so did that, did the whole virus mutation thing like come from your executive, Sarah? No, 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 that came from like, we have like chief scientific officers in like the other divisions. In a subsequent meeting, our undercover journalist asked if this type of gain of function research is already being studied at Pfizer. But no, as long as it's called directed evolution, Pfizer's in the clear. What, what's the goal? for Pfizer of doing that. So probably what they want to do is like to try to figure out, to some extent, try to figure out like 
you know, there's all these new strains of variants that just pop up. Why don't we try to like catch them before they pop up in nature, and we can develop a vaccine prophylactically for like new variants. Yeah. So that's why they're thinking like if you do it control in the lab, then say, oh, this is a new epitope, and so then if they comes out later on, like in the public, you already have a vaccine kind of working on. Oh my God, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that the, like the best business model though? Like, just control nature before nature even happens itself, right? Yeah, yeah. If it works. <laughs> what do you mean if it works? Because, like, some of the times there were just mutations that pop up, right? They were not prepared for it, like with Delta or Omicron. Right. And things like that. So, who knows? I mean, either way, it's going to be a cash cow. COVID will probably be a cash cow for us for a while going forward. Like, yeah. I obviously like <laughs> Well, I think the whole, you know, I think the whole, like, research of the viruses and mutating it, like would be the ultimate, like, cash cow. Yeah, it would be perfect. Now, you would think that creating viruses to sell the vaccine would be illegal. But no. The pharmaceutical industry, as Walker puts it, is, quote, a revolving door for all government officials, unquote. Okay. A revolving door for all government officials? Wow. Yeah, for any industry, though. So, like, in the pharma industry, all the government uh, officials who, like, you know, review our drugs, once yeah. they come work for pharma companies, like, the military, like, all the, like, army and defense, like, government officials eventually go work for the defense company afterwards. Yeah. How do you feel about that revolving door? Like, it's pretty good for the industry, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad for everyone else in America. Why is it bad for everybody else? Because if the regulators who have to approve our drugs know that once they stop being regulated, they want to go work for the company, they're not going to be as hard for the company. You know, we're as well. Right. We talked to Dr. Robert Malone, physician, scientist, and author, to get his take on the comments made by Jordan Walker. You're gaining function. You're creating a new function in virus one by adding elements from virus two, infecting one monkey and then another monkey. That's called serial passage. That appears to have been one of the technologies deployed in the Wuhan Institute of Virology with the humanized mouse strains that I believe were obtained from uh, EcoHealth Alliance. That's an example of directed evolution. The gentleman seems to have absolutely no moral compass at all about what he's doing. The hubris and arrogance and immaturity. If this is the quality of individuals within Pfizer that are making these huge decisions that uh, risk global public health with such a casual disregard for the human toll, it's profoundly corrupt in terms of would it be feasible for Pfizer to circumvent international or national law, I think that is undeniable. And the gentleman in your investigative work has clearly indicated that Pfizer believes that it has successfully captured the regulatory apparatus of the United States government and presumably worldwide. Pfizer has completed regulatory capture, is quite proud of it, With governments turning a blind eye and Pfizer hiding information from the public, this is an ongoing story. Be brave, do something, spread these videos, and stay tuned. What would you do if there was a tyrannical, totalitarian world government taking over whose plan was to kill 90% of the world population, and they were already beginning to do it? You would rally against it, you would fight it. And that's what we're doing. This is the reality of 2023. 
I just want to thank listeners and viewers for your last year's support. I want to encourage you now more than ever to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, to take clips and share it from the broadcast, and to buy products that enrich your life at InfoWarsTore.com. We have the signed or unsigned copy of my new book, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalist and Launch the Second Renaissance. Twice as long as my last book, incredibly powerful, signed or unsigned, InfoWarsTore.com. And we have X2 finally back in stock after over year infowarstore.com we have turbo force 10 hour clean energy back in stock and a bunch of other great products as well so please visit infowarstore.com and do your christmas shopping there fund the infowar get great products all at the same time let's go to highwaymen in illinois you're on the air thanks for calling hey alex it's uh, great to talk to you a long time long time listener first time actually getting through calling first i, I want to uh, give a little plug on something that i, I don't feel that uh, you plug nearly enough your dad's turmeric toothpaste is incredible i be first to admit i've kind of neglected my teeth and i started using your dad's toothpaste and my gums stopped bleeding brushing my teeth and i mean it is dentist cleaning clean every time you brush your teeth it is incredible well again my dad i say he's retired he doesn't do a lot of practicing, but he still has his license. He still takes care of friends and family and other folks. But yeah, he simply creates toothpaste with top toothpaste manufacturers that don't have fluoride, but that have all these essential oils, not just concentrated turmeric, but things like tea tree and a lot of other things in it. We don't really promote it a lot because the margin's so small, it, it won't fund the operation. But yeah, all three of his toothpaste, the turmeric, the tooth whitening, and the activated charcoal are all top of the line with no extra atoms or fillings, full of essential oils. They will blow you away. Thank you so much for the plug, sir. Infowars.com forward slash show. Antichrist, and then they killed Hitler. So, what is this thing like? Besides, I thought Hitler killed himself, but really escaped down to Argentina. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. But I, have you uh, ever looked into that though? And they go down to like Argentina yeah. and Brazil, and they find like all these. Burial ground yeah, with all these. The open. And they have like yeah. little neighborhoods with German yeah. people. Yeah. They're like, oh, how do all these German people end up here in South America? Yeah. Probably just a coincidence. Also, the, uh, uh, there was only 250,000 Jews left in World War II. It's impossible to kill 6 million right. people. So this Three, whole Holocaust two, idea has like one, been forced on us. Meanwhile, there's over 50 million Americans aborted in the last, what, um, 30 years or right. something like that under like this population yeah. so about two seconds what would you say to people who say oh yay just wants to say things to get attention yay just wants to say things that nobody else ever says and nobody else will say because he just wants to do that that wants to be his legacy what would you say to people that say that and make that accusation I like that they're not, that's true also you own that Bro, I get my cops frozen. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what anybody has to say. I perform for an audience of one. Only reason why I had the Netanyahu jokes is because we are, as Christians, are allowed to talk the devil. I thought that was funny, the Netanyahu. Yeah. That was crazy, bro. This interview was crazy, bro. How do you feel being able to come on a platform with Alex and Amber Wars and being able to say whatever you want to say without any ridicule, without any backlash, just giving you the free reins to be yourself? Absolutely. He's, do he's doing a good job. You know, it's just, even like there's a, there is a, uh, uh, armor of God by just even having a mask. I'm at war. Why should I show my face while I'm at war? I'm obviously at war. There's a financial war. 
psychological, historical, but more than anything, a, his, a spiritual war. So I, I feel, you know, I feel good serving God. And we got more warriors to come. There's people who feel just like me. The high schools feel like me. The colleges feel like me. The Americans feel like me. Everyone has been messed over. I'm not even using the word screw. I'm not using any kind of curse words. I'm serving God in all things I do. And it's like, I wanted to go more in El Sin. You know, because I accept, when, when people give accusations, it's like a snowball. A snowball doesn't complain about the sticks or the stones. They, they pull it all in to get bigger and bigger and roll over the city. And that's the thing, we're rolling over Hollywood now. Starting avalanche. Yeah. They, yo, they're soft. Yeah, the thing is, if they could have got me on the lithium, they would have been changed the medication out. And oh, we miss you. But I didn't take the medication. And I'm here. And I, think, you know, I think that's the human interest story, yeah. is that the person that I grew up with, Kanye West, listening to your albums that I love so much... Yeah. We see you now as someone that represents, you're going to give us a view behind that curtain, right? You're going to give the average American the view behind the curtain of Hollywood that slowly but surely has been more exposed with the pedophilia and the Satanism and its connection to the power structure. And we are kind of looking at you now saying, you're pulling the curtain back. You're like Toto pulling the curtain back for a minute with your Harvey Pasternak text and stuff like that. I think that's the human interest story for so many people that are my age that grew up listening to your music. Now I'm saying, well... Kanye West has the right to speak. I want to hear what he has to say. And I think it's more important for the American people to say, well, what does he have to offer us as far as a vision or a view into what goes on in Hollywood, into what goes on in the media? I mean, we learn about Harvey Weinstein. They don't, they don't want to talk about that anymore now that Trump's out of office. We learn about Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, this is the kind of stuff I think that the world is even looking at you saying, how much can you expose? How much of this corruption can you expose in the name of Christ? As much as anything that comes up to me, like uh, Milo says to me as we're on the way back, hey, look at this text. Tim got a call by the guys 10 minutes before we got there to say that they had to flag everything I was saying. And I could tell, I could see that Lex Friedman in him and the way that he was talking about stuff. That's why I didn't continue with that. So, you know, I'm nobody's personal hard drive. If anyone says to me, hey, I'm going to tell you something, but you got to keep it a secret, don't tell me. It's not going to be a secret. <laughs> That's what I'm here to do is expose. No, great. You want to take a 10-minute break? You want a snack or a break? We're about, are you going in five minutes, 10 minutes? How long do you want to go back on? No, I, I stay fasting because the um, if I bring food and my body starts digesting and everything. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to mess up my channel. Some of that stuff I'm channeling. Like When I do interviews, it's like Jordan. Like, all right, well, like let's that. get into yeah. Hollywood, why you didn't like it, just all the everything when we come back. Right. Ready to go live in five minutes? Yeah. All right, fill up the special report in five minutes. Let's do it. Need a water or anything? Yeah, okay. Great. Yeah, so I, what I was saying when you said, what do you say when people say this about me? I'm like, I'm not denouncing anything. Whatever you say about me, it's true. Any rumor that you heard about me, you're right. That's fine. You just embrace that instead of spending time trying to denounce it. I, I, I read today, I didn't read today, but I read like two days ago or yesterday. I saw they called me an anti-Semite. They said I was anti-Semitic. Well, I am. Here's the USA Today telling you that you need to be a good slave because of COVID. So again, this was on all the shelves. We're failing at COVID at exactly the wrong time. Time for some truth. This was pushed out over push notifications 
all the mainstream media networks covered this story. So it was a big propaganda push. And, and it's all propaganda. Five truths about how we're going to beat this. Move past the politics of COVID-19. Um, again, you were the ones that politicized it when Donald Trump brought it up. You said you wouldn't take it. And, and now you love it because Biden says to take it. So that's you that you can't move past the politics of it. It was never about politics for us. It was always about freedom and truth. But you wouldn't understand that, I guess, at the USA Today. So move past the politics. And then what's their next truth about how to beat it? Get vaccinated. Well, what do you call that? Forced vaccinating people? That's not politics? What do you call that? That's government. How about no USA Today? Mask up. Hey, put away the politics, but you better get the vaccine. You better wear that mask. So just telling you what to do. See, see, I mean, sir, oh, move past the politics like they're moving past. Like, oh, we're just, we're just mutually moving past the politics of this issue. So, you know, it's all good now. Now you can do what we tell you. It was always politics from you. It, it was politics out of the gates. It was politics from the beginning. Part of the problem is because of your politics. You wanted COVID to destroy Donald Trump. So you were on team COVID. You were on team mask. It was always politics for you. Everything is politics for you. When you're a leftist liberal at the USA Today. I mean, so, so they say, oh, move past the politics. Like, oh, okay, we're all on the same team. We're moving past the politics. And then they say, you better get a vaccine. You better wear the mask. You better limit travel. You better avoid crowds when possible. This is all in their story. They got promoted everywhere. And, and, and they're even conflicting in their own narratives, and they don't even realize it, and they know that the average American isn't going to realize it either because they're not following this every day. The Delta variant being more transmissible for both the vaccinated and the unvaccinated means it's time to mask up again, the CDC said. Yeah, you know, uh, you know about how much I care about the CDC? <laughs> not at all. Actually, zero. <laughs> zero. That's how much I care about what the CDC has to say. Zip, zilch, nada, nothing, goose egg, nit. Infowarstore.com. We also have storewide free shipping, double Patriot points. We have X2 about to sell out. We have Winter Sun, the best D3, finally back in stock. Still good for your immune system. We have Vaso Beats with the nitrous oxide to boost your heart health. All of it. We have Turbo Force, the m- most powerful, high-quality brain boost nootropic out there that's also good for you, unlike other brain boosters that aren't. Turbo Force discounted. Infowarstore.com. Get Turbo Force. Get Winter Sun. Get it all at InfoWarsStore.com. And I want to thank you all for keeping us on air over the years. You've seen that we've delivered together. You delivered supporting us. I've delivered not giving up. Praise God and pass the ammunition in the information war. Get a copy of my book, The Great Awakening. Signed or unsigned, InfoWarsStore.com. Take action. Infowars.com forward slash show. 
We are getting crushed in the housing market. We are getting crushed in the automobile market. We are getting crushed in our grocery bills. They're sitting here attacking you, attacking your economy, attacking your culture, attacking your borders. And then they say you're inhumane. War. My next guest is Dr. Andrew Huff, and he, of course, has been doing great work exposing the lies of COVID, the lies of the origins of COVID, the lies of the COVID vaccines, really been an info warrior. And so with all the great stuff he's done and his his just background knowledge that is so extensive and deep, well, you might think that he might be a target of the deep state or maybe even the FBI or the CIA. You might think that He could be a target of that. But, oh, you just be a conspiracy theorist, tinfoil hat wearer. But no, Dr. Huff has actually discovered something that my guess is a lot of other people are probably going through, but he has the receipts. Oh, we're crazy. The feds aren't spying on us. Oh, they're not trying to hack us. Oh, they wouldn't go into our phones or our computers or now our TVs with the cameras and spy and listen to us. Nobody would want to do that. Come on. Or maybe they would. Now, Dr. Andrew Huff has the receipts. So, Andrew, first, let's let's start at the beginning. Now, I've seen this, and I and I contacted you the other day. I, I've seen the receipts you have that show suspicious activity going into your Twitter account. But before we get into that, what led you to even investigate this? What led you to think, hmm, something strange is going on with my Twitter accounts and my social media accounts? I might need to do some background information on this. Why were you suspicious about activity on your social media accounts? Well, that's a great question, Owen, and thanks for having me again. So the first thing is, over the past two years, I've been hacked numerous times, and you begin to see patterns. And one of the first indicators was that I was slowly losing followers, um, or my following wasn't increasing at the same rate. You know, And it's hard to tell. There's nothing to compare to, right? I'm a scientist. So the other thing is that the engagement was really low. And every month to two months, I typically go through and I change my passwords. I update my two-factor authentication. And part of that is going and clearing out the session history or the session logs uh, of logged in devices in different applications. And Twitter is one of those. So um, while I was doing this, I noticed that I didn't have a location the the first time when I went to go clear the sessions. And then when I cleared it, it actually hopped to a different location. And every time I cleared the 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 sessions it would re-log into a device at a different location and so then based on what what's happened to me over the past two years me catching the michigan state police trespassing my property uh federal agents who i suspect were the fbi trespassing on my property i put in you know government offices and department of state and fbi were in those locations and that's what i posted to twitter so for people that might not understand Basically, you can kind of go into your Twitter account and it it gives you a bit of a a login record saying, here's the times you've logged in. Here's the places you've logged in. It might be the the IP address of the place you're at. If you're using a VPN, it'll say wherever the VPN you're registered. And this is all there. The records are all there for you to get on Twitter. Anybody can access this. Oh, absolutely. So I was actually testing a VPN versus not a VPN to see what was going on. So my my VPN, the one that I use, gives me a very precise location. And that didn't match what Twitter was showing me as my location. I I can't recall, but I think one was in Pennsylvania, one was Washington, D.C., and I think the other one was New Jersey. And actually, I did this like eight or nine times, and I stopped posting them after three. And 
it, it just goes to show you that they're routing our traffic uh, through government servers, at least mine, to, to censor us. So the censorship doesn't necessarily have to happen at Twitter. And this is what I try to explain to people. There's actually seven different layers of how the government can censor individuals with various technologies. You have to remember they can censor you at your device. They can censor you potentially at your router, or your internal network. They can then censor you on different servers over the Internet. And they can also then uh, censor you via the Twitter servers at, sort of at the end. So there's a lot of different places how they can – a lot of different points in the system how they can manipulate traffic. So actually, this is a little more extensive than I thought because, I, I mean, just from my perception on, on following your reporting on your Twitter account at AG Huff, I was thinking – they were logging into your account to backdoor you to either look at your messages or, 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 or something more of a spy thing. You're saying this might have to do with censorship in a way. You're going to have to even explain that to me. Yes, actually, it's two layers. So the first thing they do is they actually intercept. They do a man-in-the-middle man attack, and they, they grab your login uh, session. And then they, they replicate that in an emulator uh, which is a, a software program that can replicate a, a, an operating system. Then they open open up a browser, typically in a virtual machine, and then they basically clone your your browsing session. So they can go in and they can delete follow, followers. Um, and since the government has access to the pipeline, so when I say the pipeline, I'm referring to the, the internet service providers. They can really shape traffic, so they can point your traffic as it's flowing through the network to a government server, and then back out uh, onto Twitter and back to you. So that's how they can con control the the information. Um, none of this is secret. I think you know. I think the the black hats and the white hat hackers, of the world, they're all very aware of this. Uh, it's, it's just not mainstream knowledge. And, and look, I, I'm, I'm pretty tech internet savvy. I mean, I, I'm probably not as savvy as you or experts out there, but, you know, I, I've, I've grown up with it and I'm savvy enough. And this is even interesting to me. And so uh, let me just try to explain this to people out there who might not be as internet savvy. First, let's start with the VPN that you're talking about. Folks, when you have a VPN, basically when you log online, the information that you're putting out, the data that you're putting out is not showing your own IP address or your own exact location. It's showing your VPN. So when you have a VPN service, uh, there's many of them out there, they have servers and you can pick. So let's say you want to have a server in Chicago. Well, every time you log in through that VPN, it's always going to be the same server, same location in Chicago. Or if it's Japan, same thing every time. So what Andrew Huff is talking about is he's saying he's finding login sessions New Jersey, Pennsylvania, D.C., where he's never at, where his VPN, VPNs are not at either, so it's clearly not him logging in. Now, as far as a metaphor or an analogy goes with this, would this basically be like somebody, I'm just trying to understand, is this like somebody stealing cable or like trying to like steal electricity? Like basically we have one line going from the electric company to your house and then somebody snips it and then they're stealing your electricity, but it's also going to you, so you don't even realize it's going on. That's a really uh, interesting analogy. I, I'd say it's close. It, it's more so that they, they direct the, the route of the traffic. Imagine a, a car accident happening on the freeway, and then you have to, to somehow get around this accident. You have to exit the freeway and go through the network of roads to get back on, on onto the freeway. Um, they give you what, what they would call circuitous routing. So they take you on a long, strange path, um, which doesn't get you where you want to go, and then in, in essence, what that does is it can then limit the amount of people that see your information. So this you have found for yourself. You did the research, and then now, now here's where the here's where the real anomaly and connection comes into play. 
it just so happens that the areas where you're finding these foreign login sessions are coming in from, there's an FBI office right there. And, and State Department. There were, there were both. I just didn't post the, the images for the State Department and government intelligence community offices. And, you know, it, it is possible. So let's just let's maybe be a skeptic of even what I'm saying here. It's possible that some hired contractor is spoofing the locations of government to make it look like the government. I think that's sort of far-fetched. I don't think that's reasonable based on the fact that I've actually had run-ins with the Michigan State Police and FBI on my property. And actually, Owen, this morning, I don't know if you saw the tweet, my neighbor Dennis actually caught some law enforcement people or, or co contractors of the government snooping around my property again. And, and it keeps happening. And the funny thing is, this week, I, I passed this information off of proof of the FBI or the government screwing with my communications to my sheriff's department. And I that's Marquette County, Michigan, his name's Sheriff Seibert. And I also tagged in the email um, all the different county commissioners, a number of people from the media. I don't know if I got you in it. I could only put 100 people in the email. But, you know, I need someone to investigate all this. That's all I've, I've asked for. My rights keep being infringed upon. I've nothing, done nothing wrong other than tell the truth and try to be a good American. Well, I want to ask you on the other side of this break, and and I, I, you know, I understand why I think they're doing it, but I want to hear it directly from you because this is important. People might wonder, well, why would the government – want to be interfering with Dr. Andrew Huff or spying on him or trying to reroute his traffic or censor him on the internet. Why would they want to do it? Well, we're going to ask Dr. Andrew Huff that on the other side. But folks, you got to understand, what's dangerous about this is now anybody who wants to speak truth to power or call out corruption in government, well, guess what? You're going to have spooks sneaking around. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections, masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious, and you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are, and that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity and that there's mass sterilization that's already taken place and they're cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. 
Now, there's a pretty obvious reason to me why our corrupt government would want to interfere in Dr. Andrew Huff's life, uh, to put it simply, uh, censor him, sabotage him, which is really such a shame because just so happens uh, Andrew's a pretty nice guy, pretty fun guy. But uh, I guess those are the ones that come after the hardest after all. And so, but, you know, that's really what it is. It's the people that love life and, and, and just cherish life the most uh, that are fighting for it so hard that the government comes after. But I'm getting a little off track. So, Andrew, why do you think the federal government or somebody would be interfering in your life, your internet, internet activity, and snooping around your house? What do you think is going on? Well, the first one I can acknowledge as an example today. So after I caught these people, or my neighbor caught these people uh, snooping around my property this morning, um, when I went to go to report that information to the sheriff um, and a number of other people, the government launched a denial of service attack on my house, and we tried to send it from a number of devices. It didn't work. Eventually, I called a friend and said, hey, can you send this for me? And then guess what? All of a sudden, all the, the different emails uh, went through. So the recipients probably received three or four different versions of the email. Um, so, so, so that's one thing. They don't like being called out when they're uh, caught doing bad things. And that's the first thing. I mean, they're trying to cover their tracks of, with all the different things that, they're, that they, they did to me, for example. So uh, going back to my history, though, so I worked at Equal Alliance as vice president there, and I was a witness to the gain-of-function work uh, that we exported to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. It's, it's not a conspiracy theory. I know that this has been discussed um, on your this show and, and also with Alex a number of times. So I think everyone in this audience is probably um, in the camp that this is definitely a lab leak, and some people probably even believe that it was an intentional release. I'm not quite there yet because I haven't seen any evidence of being intentional release. But I plugged um, or I provided I came forward with information which plugged a lot of the critical gaps um, for the gain of function work being exported from the United States to China. So the United States is partly responsible or accountable for this pandemic. Um, it could have been a biological attack. I, I don't think it was. I haven't seen evidence for that. That's a really you know, big accusation to make. I, I've heard other people say it. I'm not going to do it. So the other thing is, you know, through my investigation, I also found, so I came forward with, with Dr. Kristen Anderson's, um, him essentially being bribed or bought off by Dr. Anthony Fauci for changing his position on the proximal origins paper saying, well, you know, this looks like it, it emerged from a lab. That's what he first said. And then he switched his position saying, well, no, this looks like nat naturally emerging. So I actually went and I knew how to pause his financial uh, funding records from the government. I analyzed those and as clear as day, what happened? All of a sudden he had a, a, about a $14 million spike in funding after he changed it, his position. And that's just more co corruption. Uh, the other thing is, I believe that either the state police or the FBI or one of the federal agents stole uh, a highly sensitive uh, data set from my house, which I did research on. I'm an expert in actually contaminating uh, the food supply intentionally. And through that, I had basically all the critical infrastructure data for food and agriculture systems in North America. And everyone probably remembers that we had this rash of food facilities burning down. Well, when I compared the food facilities that had burned down to the data that was stolen, 
it was way beyond a statistical probability or certainty that it was a match. And so the Chinese could have stole this from my house. Another a foreign government could have stole this from my house. I mean, who knows? But I couldn't get the FBI to investigate it. I couldn't get the state police to investigate it. I caught the FBI lying to me numerous times about what was happening to me. And I actually, I went to the FBI and asked them for help as a former top secret security clearance. I immediately went to the FBI when this weirdness started happening in my life. And then shortly thereafter, I, I caught them lying to me, unfortunately. Uh, and then the, basically the same story plays out with the Michigan State Police. I catch the Michigan State Police lying to me. And now we're in a position this this past week, I was actually pulled over for speeding. And um, his name by a deputy by the name of Deputy Salo. And he's a, he seems to be a nice gentleman. But I actually gave him a list of license plate numbers with pictures of vehicles that had been following me. Well, we independently investigate those. And it seems like they, they trace back to the Michigan State Police and the FBI. And when I was pulled over, you know, during the conversation, I knew it was being recorded. I asked him, did you ever investigate those plates? And it was just, you know, strange coincidence or, you know, grace of God that I got pulled over and I had the opportunity to ask him this when I think the conversation was being recorded. And he told me that he didn't he didn't ever investigate. And how strange is that? I mean, I had called the police so many times for break-ins, um, serious property damage at my house, um, people trespassing on my property, um, the armed person that I got in a gunfight with. Um, and, and here's the crazy thing. I mean, this is I talk about this in my book. So when I get in a gunfight with this individual, actually individuals, uh, somebody crashed two cars on Highway 41 in Marquette County and then lit one on fire. And finally, uh, about a month ago, a witness came forward and said that someone lit this car on fire. They caused an accident. That's what I suspected, because what are the coincidence? So I actually had called the sheriff's department and reported an armed trespasser on my property. And then all this craziness goes on for an hour. It feels like an attorney. I served in the military. You'd call it a prolonged engagement. And right at the, towards the end of this, I, I hear sirens going down the road. And I'm like, oh, thank God the sheriff's department is showing up. I laid my firearms on the ground. I don't want to get shot by the first responders. And they go right past my driveway at about 140 miles an hour, 130 miles an hour. And I'm just in disbelief. And these people, I had them pinned down in the swamp. And, uh, you know, I walked back to my house. I called the sheriff's department. I asked for a copy of the police report for the accident. And they refused to give it to me. Wow. This is amazing because this ties into a larger issue. I've been highlighting this week how the average the average American out there listening, you're going to have to get used to this. You're going to get harassed by police. You're going to get pulled over you know, license plates, registration tags. But you're probably going to have multiple. You're going to be a victim in a violent crime that they won't do anything about. You'll have a you'll have a house break in. They won't investigate that, but they'll harass you over an expired registration tag. So it's amazing you bring that up in this instance. As I've been talking about that, I'm telling you, folks, every American's going to have to go through this. I, I was I was speeding, and this is not revenge towards Deputy Salo. Um, I deserve to be pulled over. I was distracted. I should have been paying attention. Well, and I'm not even saying. I said the same thing. Hey, it's like, yeah, okay, they caught me. My my registration tag is a month expired, right? All right, you pulled me over. But now, uh, how about the four pending assault cases against me? How about the three de- credible death threats where I have photo evidence, I have license plates, I have pictures of the people? Nothing on that. How about the hit and run? But no, 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 pull over me. For, so it's like, I'm not even saying, if you're going to live in Mad Max world where I'm getting assaulted and everything, then don't pull me over for a registration tag, but that's not it. And we're getting a little off topic here, but it's amazing you tell that story because I'm telling you, this is a theme that a lot of Americans are going to have to get used to. And um, it, it, hold over for another segment because I, I want to ask you about 
just how shocked you were. I'm going I'm to interrupt you here. This is really important. So everyone in the audience, please FOIA the Marquette County Sheriff's Department. Ask them for every email containing my name or my address. I can provide it to you. I, you know, it, it's not a secret where I live. Also, please FOIA the Michigan State Police and ask for emails uh, containing my name and the FBI. We need a little. Uh, we need a little audience activism on this deal. It would help. I mean, everyone starts asking questions. It'll bring all this insanity to an end. Well, and I want to ask you this on the other side because I've noticed that, um, and, and you might have you might have been a little more uh, anticipatory, let's say, of going up against the deep state and and what that might mean for you and your life. But what I've noticed is a lot of people, folks. Uh, say whatever you want, they're asleep or, you know, they don't know what's going on, whatever. The point is they see something wrong and they want to do something about it. And all of a sudden they start pushing back against the establishment. And then they're stunned when they find out, wait, why am I being censored? Why are the feds at my front door? Why is my life all of a sudden have all this weird interference in it? So a lot of people are shocked when they go up against the deep state and that happens. I wonder if Dr. Andrew Huff had that same experience. We'll ask him on the other side of this break. All right, I want to make sure my guest, Dr. Andrew Huff, has plenty of time to tell his story, the government interference in his life, the weird people roaming his property, stealing things from him, the digital sabotage, because he decided to tell the truth and expose what he knew as an insider when it came to the origins of COVID and everything else that followed. But now, one thing that I've noticed, and and I want to get your response to this and then fill us in on any other details you think are important today— how shocked have you been throughout this process? How shocked have you been with the amount of interference, oddities, sabotage, censorship that's been going on in your life since you decided to really go public as a truth teller and a whistleblower with, with inside information that the media and the government is trying to keep from the American people? Well, well, my process, <clears throat> when you wrapped up that last segment, I, actually, I was one of the people I, I never expected the government to come after me. I, I had worked at a national laboratory, I had a top secret clearance, I served in the military. Um, I Actually, I advanced very quickly for my type of career path. And I'd been a loyal civil servant. And my, my main objective in bringing this information forward was to prevent this from ever happening again. I mean, this is one of the biggest disasters in human history, and it was caused by humans. So why don't we prevent and, and stop that from happening again? It, it's not a partisan issue. Um, and basically how this plays out is that I think the Democrats, uh, you know, view this as being, you know, a right-wing conspiracy theory. Um, and the Republicans who are in the pocket of the globalists in terms of the pharmaceutical companies really don't want to deal with it. And they want to pin the, the blame on China so that they can increase defense spending and, you know, and, you know, rattle the sabers. And, and, and I think that's what's going on here. And, you know, I don't, I don't care about any of that. I don't want your mother to die again from an infectious disease leak or, or my mother or our brothers Info and sisters kids. We also have Storewide Free Shipping, double Patriot points. We have X2 about to sell out. We have Winter Sun, the best D3, finally back in stock. Still good for immune system. We have Vaso Beats with the nitrous oxide to boost your heart health. All of it. We have Turbo Force, the m- most powerful, high-quality brain boost nootropic out there that's also good for you, unlike other brain boosters that aren't. Turbo Force discounted. Infowarstore.com. Get Turbo Force. Get Winter Sun. 
Get it all at InfoWarsStore.com. And I want to thank you all for keeping us on air over the years. You've seen that we've delivered together. You delivered supporting us. I delivered not giving up. Praise God and pass the ammunition in the information war. Get a copy of my book, The Great Awakening. Sign or unsigned, InfoWarsStore.com. Take action. you push back against the mainstream media narrative a little bit why don't you put your hands inside the cogs of this corrupt establishment and you you why don't you see for yourself how real it is because i can tell you all day long until you experience it for yourself it, it, it might be unbelievable i understand why people don't believe it you you've experienced it i've experienced it so i always tell that to people it's like just go ahead and try it just try it for a week try it for a month you'll find out real quick how much the system is going to come after you and i mean for you the story is just incredible so i mean any other important details um, about the interference in your life, you believe, from the top levels of government institutions? Any other details you want to make sure we get before we let you go here? Well, I think the, the main takeaway is I suspect it was both the Republicans and the Democrats that approved or authorized this operation against me. I think the law enforcement was being pushed by the executive branch, which is controlled by the Democrats. And I think the contractors that were involved were actually contracted to Republican companies. So when you think about it, defense contract security uh, contractors, they're typically more libertarian or conservative. And I got teamed up on from, from both sides. I, that's what I firmly believe what happened. I can prove that the Michigan State Police and uh, the FBI were definitely involved. They're definitely aligned to me. I caught them tres trespassing on my property. So beyond that, I, I really don't know. I don't know where the sheriff's department is. Maybe it was just one bad, bad deputy um, or, you know, maybe he was bribed. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to say. Maybe he was told not to investigate. I don't know. But this is just totally it's against the law, frankly. I mean, the, the lack of investigation is a crime both at the federal level and um, at the state level in Michigan. And I pointed this out to the sheriff's department. So by them not investigating these serious felonies that I reported, they're actually committing a criminal act. And I'm not being vindictive about this. I've said a couple of times that I want to torture these people. Well, that's that's my anger. And I don't mean that uh, literally that I want to torture these people. I want to keep calling them out in the public until this comes to an end. And also so that maybe I can forgive them and we can move on with life and maybe they can make me whole. Otherwise, I'm just going to end up in a position where I'm suing these people, well, these agencies, for a ton of ridiculous money, and it's taxpayer money. And I don't want to take take out of everyone else's pocket. I just want the problem to go away with the gain of function, be accountable, be responsible, have leadership. I mean, really, the, the big problem in the United States right now is that we just lack leadership at so many different levels. And, and do you know what real leaders do? They stand up and they're accountable for their actions or we made a mistake and, and we move on and people say, oh, we can never admit to being involved with the gain of function work. Well, that's just, that's baloney. There have been laboratory escapes that have caused pandemics in the past. And, you know, what matters is what, what happens post-bang? What happens, what does our future look like and how can we prevent this from happening? And I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. You're not into actually torturing people you understand that the truth tortures these tyrants. You understand that the truth tortures the liars. That's why they hate Donald Trump so much. That's why they hate Alex Jones so much. That's why they hate Andrew Huff so much, because it's the truth that tortures them. Yeah, yeah. in my case, I don't know what's worse, uh, the cover-up or the crime. So I, I think the, the issue here is that as their ability to cover up 
what happened to me um, dissipates, they've become more desperate. It, it, and it's just, it's really sad and pathetic. Um, but they're going to, they're already having to hold each other accountable because these are different factions of government and there's politics involved. And, you know, who knows how many different people had a hand in it, probably way too many, but, you know, let, let's move on. You know, if FBI, if you want to talk to me, like I, I've said before, come knock at my door, come on in and we'll have coffee. You know, maybe if you're even one of the bad people that were doing nasty things to me, um, I can get over it. Yeah. And it's amazing that story you told about when you're in that situation and you feel you have to defend yourself and your property with a firearm and then the police buzz by your property. I mean, I, I'm just going to tell you, to me, that sounds like it was a sign. Hey, guys, when you hear us fly by the property with sirens, that means it's time for you to get the hell out of there. Well, and then when they told me there was a car accident, and then it wasn't just that there was a car accident. I later learned a couple of weeks after that one of the cars had been ignited, and then a witness came forward about a month and a half, two months ago, telling me that the car was torched intentionally. So they crashed the cars to create a diversion and let one on fire. Just an incredible story. I know I'll be following it. And uh, if you ever need to come back here for updates, please just let me know. Dr. Andrew Huff, follow him on Twitter at A.G. Huff. You know they want to censor it, so you know you want to follow it. Or his website, andrewhuff.com. Andrew, great to hear from you as always. Hey, and FOIA the government for me. FOIA the Marquette County Sheriff's Department, please. And go to andrewhuff.com to get that information. Help him find out who's stalking him. of pedophilia, not so subliminal, not so nuanced, but right in your face with top celebrities like Kim Kardashian even balking at dropping Balenciaga. Isn't that amazing? Balenciaga drops Kanye West, then Balenciaga drops a new seasonal fashion photo shoot that promotes pedophilia. Boy, that's a total win for Kanye West. And then the the, the angle of his ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, not wanting to remove herself from a connection with Balenciaga. Maybe that's a double win for Kanye West as he's under so much attack with that developing story. But look at all these headlines before I get into the latest. I'm going to tell you the publication and the headline. Gawker, born this way, sympathy and science for those who want to have sex with children. Guardian, my father, the impeccable pedophile. Having trouble reading some of these video shows. Toddlers understand consent. I think that's Washington Post. New York Times, pedophilia, a disorder, not a crime. Pedophilia, a sexual orientation, like being straight or gay. Oh, Salon, I'm a pedophile, but not a monster. I'm a pedophile. But you're the monster. My week inside the vile right-wing hate machine. Can a child legally consent to sex? This is how you teach kids about consent. A pedophile opens up about being targeted by vigilantes. Cracked. Five ways we misunderstand pedophilia, and that makes it worse. Is pedophilia a sexual orientation? Not all pedophiles are bad people. We need to have a sense of... 
proportion. Proportion, excuse me, proportion. CBC doc reveals the struggle of the world's most loathed population, pedophiles. Newsweek. Why is it that the alt-right is obsessed with pedophilia? No, we want to stop it. Pedophilia is a fate, not a choice, leading scientist claims. So those are just some headlines on the issue. I think you get the point with that. But okay. Now, now it just gets disgusting. In California, this might explain it. Thousands of convicted pedophiles in California are getting less than a year prison time. So you walked through the Capitol, didn't harm a fly, didn't bust a grape. You have spent more than a year in jail. You rape a child in California. They're going to make sure that you get out immediately. It's frightening for society. Thousands of convicted pedophiles in California are being released from prison in less than a year for horrific acts, including rape, sodomy, and sexual abuse of kids under 14. Daily Mail investigation reveals 7,000 pedophiles were released the same year they were convicted. Those same 7,000 were convicted of lewd or inappropriate acts with a child under 14 years of age. Democrats, they let their own out of jail. And they've got their creepy Joe Biden. Creepy Joe Biden stalks young girls, lurks in background for selfies. I mean, this is just crazy. As if it's not enough now. Where we watch Joe Biden walk up to little girls, walk up to little boys, grab their genitals, sniff them aggressively. He does it to women, children, all of it. As if that's not ridiculous enough. He goes on a campaign. He says, how old are you, little girl? I'm 12. He says, oh, meet me backstage. He did that three times on the campaign trail. Now he's literally stalking young girls as he's on a walk in Nantucket, stalking young girls, runs over to a window like a total creep. I mean, you have nightmares about this stuff. And there he is, Joe Biden. Walking through Nantucket, sees two young girls in a window, walks over like a pedophile stalker. I mean, look at that. This is nuts. Joe just believes he has access. I mean, is this, this is this is this is out of a horror film. This is this is nightmarish. But okay, that's nothing, is it? Look at that eye. Look at that. That is predator, right there. But he saw his prey, didn't he? He saw that prey through the window, and he pounced. And he has such bad dementia now. His brain is failing so badly. He doesn't even have any control mechanisms over his desires. But that's nothing. That's nothing. High-end fashion brand ads show young kids holding sex bondage teddy bears with child porn court papers in background. That's just the beginning. Balenciaga under fire over creepy ads of kids with bondage outfits. And guys, I want you to pull up the latest now from Jamie White at Infowars.com. Top Balenciaga, fas- top Balenciaga fashion stylist, social media loaded with images of sadistic child abuse, witchcraft, and Satanism. Now, guys, just, just scroll through this. Now, hold on, actually. Fair warning. This is disgusting. This is satanic. If you don't want to look at this, I wouldn't blame you for turning off your screen. But folks, 
It turns out that that Balenciaga ad was like a walk in the park compared to some of the stuff that they've been connected to in the past. So let's go ahead and put it on the screen now. You've been warned. And there's all kinds of these threads out there with Balenciaga on Instagram and Twitter and their workers and CEOs and everything else. And it's blood and it's and it's satanic and it's witchcraft and it's pedophilic and it's child abuse, smut films. I mean, look at this. Are you seeing this on the screen? I don't even want to explain it to you. Here's a here's a little kid with its entrails, its stomach ripped out, entrails ripped out dead. Here's another one with a little girl taped up to a chair. I mean, it's just, and this is from stylist Lada Volkova, who's worked closely with top brands like Balenciaga, Vogue, and Adidas. Oh, Balenciaga dropped Kanye West. Oh, Adidas dropped Kanye West. Oh, and Vogue invited that little climate change girl to do a photo shoot, and Vogue got the exclusive photo shoot of the Biden wedding ceremony at the White House. Here, here's a nice little girl with uh, panda bears eating her and uh, tonguing her. Yeah, that's that's sick. That's disgusting. This is what they share. This is what your fashion designers are into. I can't. All right. All right. I need to. I'm getting nauseous, guys. That's good. I think you get it. You can see the whole story at Infowars.com. Need to take a break from this. This is too much. I'm actually getting nauseous now. And there's there there there's more of it. There's more of it. It's just, it's just there's so much of it. I can't even get through it. Here, let's. Uh, should we should we show should we show them the rest of them, guys? Should, let, let, let's go ahead and show this thread now. From Nikki, there is a book in one of Balenciaga's photos that's written by Michael Boramans an artist who created Fire from the Sun, which is a series of paintings depicting naked toddlers. I mean, I, so here's, here's the Balenciaga ad. There's the book. Just like they had those child porn papers in their ad, they had this book, Fire from the Sun. Features large-scale works that feature toddlers engaged in playful but mysterious acts with sinister overtones and insinuations of violence. And there it is. Now, uh, folks, there's more. I'm barely scratching the surface here. This is about as much as I can stomach to show you today. But it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And there's so many different independent journalists like Natalie, Denise, and others Maybe we could reach out to her to get her back on to cover this. I, it's just, folks, this is this is so unbelievably stunning and disgusting. I mean, nobody is being arrested, questioned. This should be a giant national scandal. Oh, but because it's Balenciaga and they're so elite, because they're good liberals, because they dropped Kanye West, it's okay. It's okay that they just openly, barely even nuanced anymore, just promote child Please pedophilia. do not forget that my book has gone number one on a bunch of the different subcharts. The Great Awakening Part 2 of The Great Reset, twice as long. The plan to defeat the globalists launched the next great renaissance. But if you want to get destroyed free shipping, double pay three points, Turbo Force, the best nootropic, 10-hour clean energy booster. It, it, it's the highest quality ingredients. It's amazing. Turbo Force, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. 
up to 60% off on so many great products that are there. Winter Sun, the highest quality vitamin D3 that boosts your immune system, take it under the tongue for absorption. It's back in stock, 40% off. Winter Sun, Turbo Force, X2, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, DNA Force Plus, Vaso Beach for your blood and your heart and what it does for a nitric boost. Nitric boost. It's all there. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. What would you do if there was a tyrannical totalitarian world government taking over whose plan was to kill 90% of the world population and they were already beginning to do it? You would rally against it, you would fight it. And that's what we're doing. This is the reality of 2023. I just want to thank listeners and viewers for your last year's support and want to encourage you now more than ever to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, to take clips and share it from the broadcast, and to buy products that enrich your life at InfoWarsTore.com. We have the signed or unsigned copy of my new book, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalist and Launch the Second Renaissance. Twice as long as my last book, incredibly powerful, signed or unsigned, InfoWarsTore.com. And we have X2 finally back in stock after over year infowarstore.com we have turbo force 10 hour clean energy back in stock and a bunch of other great products as well so please visit infowarstore.com and do your christmas shopping there fund the infowar and get great products all at the same time the war room infowars.com forward slash show yeah remember remember how evil this was remember how evil the fake pandemic was where they had guilt tripped us into saying how bad it was in the hospitals, but they were empty. And the nurses guilt tripped us saying how rough it was for them during COVID, but they were doing dance videos, making four times as much money as they've ever made in their life to do no work most of the time. And they all lied to us about COVID. As you can see, it's empty as hell. No one's in there, guys. It's absolutely dead. Not many people are in there at all. Like a ghost town in this, this hospital. We've just been locked down in Gloucestershire for an empty hospital. Look, I am so angry. So there's nobody even in there? Nobody's in there. Nobody's in the hospital? How is that possible in a medical pandemic? That's fake news, that's fine. That's fake news, that's fine. That's fake news, that's fine. <laughs> But they all did their dance, choreographed dance videos all over the planet. Took days to coordinate. But they were so busy. And look at all the PPE gear that they're wasting. Oh, yeah, big pandemic, though. Real hard. And they virtue signaled as they danced their way through the pandemic. That's funny, too, because now I remember. It's just, you, you relive some of this stuff. I remember the last thing I did on Twitter was I did a live stream and I went around downtown Austin. This was in April of 2020. I got hit on YouTube and Facebook and everywhere else with the big InfoWars Alex Jones censorship in in August of 2018, but I survived Twitter for another two years. And then I did a live stream video on Twitter in April of 2020 where I went to, there's three major hospitals in Austin, and I went to the three major hospitals as a part of a drive, an initiative we were doing called Film Your Hospital, because they were telling us how overwhelmed it was. It was the biggest story in the media. They were overwhelmed, all this stuff. So the the pushback was, okay, go film your hospital. And so thousands of people 
and we used these airwaves to help push this, went to the local hospital, went inside, filmed it, and it was a complete ghost town, as you saw in that video. And it's funny, I remember now, because Twitter never told me why they suspended me. They never showed a tweet or anything. They never gave me three strikes. They just wiped me out. And I remember it, the last thing I, the last live stream that Media Matters reported to Twitter on me for was going to the three major hospitals here in Austin and showing how they were completely empty. And they were completely empty. Total ghost towns, just like you saw in that video, in the middle of the pandemic, and they were telling us how overwhelmed they are, so we better wear a mask when the hospitals were empty. I guess that's probably why they banned me. So we can't forget it, and it's just sad what we see in the news now. Pfizer and Moderna launched trials to track whether health issues arise years after getting their COVID vaccines. Oh, now. Oh, they're tra- oh. They're testing it now. Did you know that injection you got? Did you know that vaccine you got was untested? Did they tell you it was untested? Did they tell you that you would get heart attacks and neurological disorders and maybe even long-term issues that you won't even realize are the vaccine when it kills you two, three years later? Oh, you didn't know that? Steve Colbert didn't tell you that? Joe Biden didn't tell you that? Well, normally that'd be considered a crime. But, you know, Nuremberg 2.0 is overdue. Rock drummer Eric Kugrand dies in the middle of a concert, falls over on the stage and collapses, dies suddenly, heart attack. Heart attack. Eric was loved. Family teammates mourn death of 13-year-old athlete Eric Homersham suddenly dies at 8th grade basketball tryout. Mm. So, yeah. But don't worry, they got new test vaccines for you now because uh, they got more scary viruses ready to go like Ebola. World Health Organization in Uganda plan to test three candidate Ebola vaccines during outbreak. Nice, nice, nice little loving Ebola vaccine for you. Well, we know the vaccine was worse than COVID. Will the vaccine be worse than Ebola? I don't know. But here's more on it. Internal email exposes shocking rise in the deaths of babies post-vaccination. Here it is in clip seven. I'm a postpartum nurse. I've thought about quitting multiple times because of all the carnage that I've been seeing. In March of 2021, it was about two months after the vaccines really started to roll out, I noticed that in the NICU, the neonatal intensive care unit, it used to always have about 50 babies in there. And all of a sudden in March, 2021, there were 80 babies in the NICU. So that's a very high number for the NICU. Um, and then, um, in April of 2021, I started noticing that there were fetal demises on the board in labor and delivery. A fetal demise is a baby that passed away in utero, but they're usually full term. So, you know, anywhere from 32 weeks to 40 weeks even. I would look on their charts and I was noticing that a lot of these mothers had received the vaccine. What would be the average rate of, you know, stillborn um, fetal demise on, on your floor. When I started working there in November 2020, there used to be one or two every two or three months. Since March of 2021, there were one or two um, each week. We could just say, well, this is just Michelle's opinion. Uh, today, she has bravely released to us uh, an internal document, an email from that hospital system that was sent out to those working there. This went out to the staff. Good evening, everyone. Well, it seems as though the increase of demise patients that we are seeing is going to continue. 
There were 22 demises in August, which ties the record number of demises in July 2021. And so far in September, there have been seven, and it's only the eighth day of the month. I have to say, I feel like the the oxygen has just been sucked out of my lungs. To read... To read that from someone that is is as objective, I guess, as you could get working for the system itself, it now corroborates what you're seeing with your own eyes. And for anyone that was having a question anywhere around the world now, this is a shocking, shocking email. The great Dell Bigtree with the high wire. And now you have. In Taiwan, vaccine deaths are outnumbering even COVID deaths. Here's that report. Taiwan, the number of people dying after their COVID vaccination is exceeding the number of deaths from the virus itself. Taiwan's health authorities say that as of Monday, deaths after vaccination reached 865, while deaths from the virus are at 845. Vaccines currently offered in Taiwan include AstraZeneca, Moderna, Pfizer-BioNTech, and Taiwan's own vaccine, Medigen. Out of the 865 deaths after vaccination, over 600 were from AstraZeneca and nearly 200 deaths after Moderna shot. From NTD News. Folks, I'm going to try to put this simply here for the last 60 seconds of this segment. I'm going to try to put this heavy information simply. There are Earth administrators. There are administrators of the human population on this planet. They're unelected. They work and operate, unbeknownst to you, in the shadows. And they are actively, openly running a human population control agenda right now and have been your entire life. That's what all the vaccines have always been about. That's what all the viruses that they've been making in labs have always been about. And they know that they have to manage this humanity. They have appointed themselves as they view the stewards of humanity. And so they've justified killing millions and millions of people saying that that's their role as the administrators of humanity on this planet. Do you like living on a planet like that or do you think it's time for a change? Infowarstore.com. We also have store-wide free shipping, double Patriot points. We have X2 about to sell out. We have Winter Sun, the best D3, finally back in stock. Still good for your immune system. We have VasoBeats with the nitrous oxide to boost your heart health. All of it. We have TurboForce, the m- most powerful, high-quality brain boost nootropic out there that's also good for you, unlike other brain boosters that aren't. TurboForce discounted. InfoWarsStore.com. Get TurboForce. Get Winter Sun. Get it all at InfoWarsStore.com. And I want to thank you all for keeping us on air over the years. You've seen that we've delivered together. You delivered supporting us. I've delivered not giving up. Praise God and pass the ammunition in the information war. Get a copy of my book, The Great Awakening. Sign or unsigned, InfoWarsStore.com. Take action. Infowars.com forward slash show. And our next guest is Michael Yan. He's a writer and photographer, and he served with the Special Forces. He's now, it seems like he's devoted his life to, to the illegal immigration problem that's going on in the southern border, where these people are coming up to. He's been embedded in the Darien Gap 
for many uh, months at a time. He's got some new information that he wants to uh, to spring on us and update. And Michael, how are you doing out there? So I, I've left the Darien Gap. I'm up in Panama City for some meetings. I'll be heading back to the Darien Gap soon. Uh, there's about, at, at the current rate, about 400,000 uh, aliens will come through the gap this year. But that number is clearly increasing. Mayorkas just came down here as Secretary of Homeland Security. And you see the, the press that uh, occurred around his visit saying that he's closing the gap. That's completely false. The migration is, or the invasion is clearly increasing. For instance, they're still clearing ground down here to increase the size of two of the camps. They were taking the plastic off of new bunk beds and installing new trailers when I was there. Let me show you something, Rob. This is actually a rape kit handed out at U.S. taxpayer expense through IOM or OIM, depending on what language you're looking at. It's the immigration and the organization of immigration and migration, right? So ta U.S. taxpayer money pays for a lot of this. It comes, this is a rape kit. This is a kit to get raped, right? Because so many of the migrants coming through the Darien Gap get raped. It's, it's unbelievable. And, and, and so they hand out this little flashlight that, you know, it's a generator flashlight, and you can see. And uh, you got to turn on the Yeah, you pump switch. it up. It's like a, yeah, yeah you self-generated. Yeah, exactly. I dropped it on my hotel floor yesterday, and it shattered, but I put it back together. This thing also comes, this rape kit. This is not a rape kit to help law enforcement collect DNA or that sort of thing. No, they're this not worried about that. It's a rape kit to get raped. Right. Nope. They know you're going to get raped. Yeah. So they hand out um, female condoms. They oh, that's a out. female condom. Okay, yeah. I, I do. It looked bigger yeah. than a regular condom. So that's a female condom and a male condom. So God, yeah. Here's a male condom, and uh, they hand these out in the rape kits, and they hand out these abortion pills. Right. These are actually they hand out at least four of these per kit. Uh, this is the front and the back side, four different pills, if I've got this right. Yeah, they hand these out. These are, I believe, about $50 a pill. And uh, so that way, when you get raped, you can uh, actually give yourself an abortion. You know, so we have video, Michael, we have video that we shot in at the southern border, and it's literally a line of pregnant females being led off a bus into a shelter. And it's not just five. I've seen it. It's probably 50. And it's amazing I've video. It. I've been down there. Yeah. It's truthful. I've seen it myself with my own eyes in Mexico. And women lining up to get the death jab while they're pregnant. I mean, they're ready to give birth. They look like they're ready to give birth while they're lining up for their jabs. They also hand out these, these maps. This is a Red Cross map, actually. Let me lean back so you can see it better. But it shows in great detail uh, how to get to the United States. Red Cross is written on the bottom. The Red Cross lady tried to cut it off with their scissors. Uh, when when we got a hold of the map, and it has detailed numbers. Screenshot this, you'll see, or I'll just send you. A, or actually, it's on my Twitter, and you can see it's got all the phone numbers of oh, places yeah. and the names of people and the addresses, and yeah. And there's a QR code. Where's the QR code? Here's the QR code. Just screenshot that, and you can get your own uh, invade United States map here. But let me get it straight. Screenshot that. I'll hold it for about five seconds. There it so is. Everybody has a chance to run the screen. Get it? You see that red safe thing? Red safe? Yeah. Yeah, that, that is – wait wait until you see that. You might not be able to open it in the United States. In some countries, it does not seem to open. But uh, but uh, by now, I think most people have had a chance to screenshot it and see if you can open it in your country. And then it will give you details about, you know, you can get this map and that sort of thing. Here's a, here's a, that's that, hand, that map is handed out by Red Cross. Yeah, there they are. Here's the pregnant yeah. ladies coming oh. in. You know, it's just nonstop. Oh, my gosh. It's just I've nonstop so coming much. in. 
And and that I've stuff what stuff we shot with, with an iPhone right there in um, Laredo. I believe that's where it's at. Here's another map. These are just, you know. Oh, that's closer. So that's detailed, a detailed but, map of Mexico. So once you get into Mexico, then you yeah. know which routes to take. Yeah, and on the back, it'll tell you. And actually, there's a bunch of tents in these camps down here in Panama. Final segment of the War Room. It's been my pleasure to host the last couple days, but I imagine Owen Schroer's rearing to get back into the saddle after taking a week off, so he will be back next week. And uh, my guest, final guest of the final segment, Michael Yan, was showing all the the cool things that our tax dollars are, are providing the the young immigrants as they make their way into the United States to become Democrat voters. So, Michael, pick up where you left off. What else? What other goodies are we giving the good people of uh, of everywhere else in the world? Well, I think, Rob, this is very far beyond just Democrat voters. This is clear replacement strategy, way beyond any voting that will ever be necessary again. Most of the people coming from most of these countries have no idea what freedom is. They don't have they have no concept of the Constitution. Keep in mind where I'm coming from. I've spent more than half of my life overseas in about 90 other countries beyond the United States. Right. So I am normally the foreigner. Right. In more than half of my life, for instance, about 25 countries across Asia. You just wouldn't believe it. I'm usually overseas. Right. The vast majority of people have no concept whatsoever what freedom is. Their idea of freedom is they'll be able to, like, get a bus ticket without being, you know, beaten up by the police, right? It's not – their idea of freedom is not the same as ours. Now, here's an example. Like, uh, well, how many examples can we give? Let me, let me go back to how they're being legally coached to get into the United States. You see in the last couple of days uh, the so-called President Biden – the he's let's just call him what he is he's a meat puppet he's not the president he's somebody somebody's puppet uh biden is talking about uh lgbtq or whatever they're called going to the front of the line right now when i'm down here seeing uh people coming through the gap every day right many of them are starting like two years ago when i was down here i didn't i come pretty often i didn't see people acting gay a lot it was like not common now it's everywhere. Like, here's the next gay guy coming up to me. Like, I'm gay. I got to get into Texas or something. Well, it's kind of frowned upon They're in these coached. countries that have masculine and feminine pronouns. They really don't. It's not a big thing in their culture. I mean, it exists, but it's not celebrated with a month of gay pride month or whatever, LGBTQ month. It exists. It exists, but they're being coached to how to get into the United States is yeah. the point I'm making. Right. Right. And right. I've actually said to a few of them, I'm like, I'm like, you're clearly not gay in a. I've got good gaydar because you can spot what you are and you can spot your opposite. And I'm, I'm not gay at all. And I can, I've always been known to have good gaydar. Right. And so, and I tell them, I'm like, you're not gay, but you are right. And they're like, how did you know? And I'm like, come on, man. I mean, I know the difference between an alligator and a turtle, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, so, and, uh, and, uh, and a lot of these guys are like, yeah, but you know, that's what we have to say to get in. You know, they'll, they'll straight up say it, you know, and, and, and they're being coached to, to say that they were persecuted in where they came from, despite that they will have come through numerous other countries to get to Panama, where I'm at now, and then finally get to the United States. For instance, Panama is a safe country. Colombia, parts of it are quite safe. Parts of it are becoming dangerous. Many of them come through Ecuador. Ecuador is a safe country. They come through Bolivia, and they come through Brazil. They come through all these safe countries, right? There's only a few that are straight-up dangerous and not good place to be, like Venezuela, right? Uh, although, although Colombia clearly is at this point collapsing. 
But I mean, but the bottom line is, next after Panama, they go through Costa Rica, another safe country. They'll go through Guatemala, another safe country. Honduras, most of it is safe. And, you know, of course, Guatemala, they get up to Mexico. Huge parts of Mexico are very safe. Now, people say there's a war in Mexico. Yeah, there is. But would you go to downtown Atlanta or downtown uh, Los Angeles on Skid Row? There are extremely dangerous parts of the United States. There are extremely dangerous parts of Mexico. But there are also many parts of Mexico where people fly from around the world to go on vacation and buy homes, right? So it's not like all of Mexico is on fire. That's just simply untrue. And I go to Mexico fairly frequently. It's just like it's, it's, there's huge safe parts. The bottom line is they're traveling through up to a dozen safe countries to get to the United States. At this point, we see about 200 mainland Chinese per day. That's mainland Chinese. We're not talking Taiwanese. We're not talking Chinese that are coming from Malaysia or something else. We're talking people that came from mainland China, People's Republic of China, PRC. How are they getting new passports right now? This is quite strange. Most of those coming through are military-age males or males that appear very fit. They are. I talk with them all the time. Uh, I've taken uh, Chinese translators down there with me, Mandarin and Cantonese. Actually, none of the none of the Chinese that I've seen coming through speak uh, Cantonese at all. They all spoke Mandarin. They're from all over China. They came. They come from places like uh, Chengdu. They came from uh, Fujian people. They're, they're they come from Xi'an. In fact, uh, about eight days ago, I was in a small village deep in the jungle, and one of the Chinese. Please do not forget that my book has gone number one on a bunch of the different subcharts. The Great Awakening, Part Two of the Great Reset, twice as long. The plan to defeat the globalists, launch the next great renaissance. But if you want to get destroyed free shipping, double Patreon points, Turbo Force, the best nootropic, ten-hour clean energy booster. It, it, it's the highest quality ingredients. It's amazing. Turbo Force back in stock. Infowarsstore.com. Up to 60% off on so many great products that are there. Winter Sun, the highest quality vitamin D3 that boosts your immune system, take it under the tongue for absorption. It's back in stock, 40% off. Winter Sun, Turbo Force, X2, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, DNA Force Plus, Vaso Beach for your blood and your heart and what it does for a nitric boost. Nitric boost. It's all there. Infowarsstore.com or triple A. Two five three three one three nine. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Uh, I said, are there any Uyghurs? He said, oh, there's one man here. And I said, where is he from? He said, Jinjiang, which is where the Uyghurs are. So I went over there and I, I met this guy that's supposed to be a Uyghur and I took one look at him. I said, 
you're not a Uyghur. And, he, you know, I know what Uyghurs look like. I've spent about a year running around China. You know, most of the places where these people come from, I have been to. Again, I've spent more than half of my life in about 90 other countries. It's very difficult to bullshit me for very long about where you came from. And right? let me ask you this and real so, quick. What are these so, Chinese men saying? Yeah. Why are they coming to the United States? Are they just looking for work or are they saying anything else? Uh, mostly they say they're working. They're, they're leaving. OK, this is very interesting. If you know how to question Chinese, it gets more and more interesting. For instance, they will put down CCP. They'll put down the Chinese Communist Party, but they won't put down Xi. Mostly they will not put down Xi. Mm. There's a difference. Like with Xi, it's okay to put down CCP. Like Miles Guo, he puts down CCP all the time, but he never puts down Xi, right? It's okay to put down the vaccination, the, the fake jab, the death jab. It's okay to put those down, but it's not okay to talk about the, the origins of the virus. If, like when we bring up the origins of the virus to these Chinese, they're like, well, you know, they don't want to talk about that. If you want to talk about the death jab, like, oh, it's very dangerous. If they want to talk bad about China, they always talk bad about the Chinese Communist Party. They never talk bad about, or rarely do they talk bad about Xi. Those are actually indicators. There's three major uh, Chinese intelligence uh, sort of operations. One is called public security. Public security is the one that puts these police stations all over the world. You saw mm -hmm. some people just arrested in New York, in New York uh, yeah. last week or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's public security. That's like their FBI. I recently was over at their public security office in, in Dublin, Ireland, and I was at one in London as well. These are all over the world. They're in Japan. They're, 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 they're in the United States. And but they're I basically looking for dissident behavior, right? That's what they say, that they're just going after dissident yeah, behavior. Yeah, and they'll also they'll facilitate your kidnapping, that sort of mm -hmm. thing as well. Uh -huh. So that's public security. Right. The next one is MSS. MSS, that's like the CIA. That's the Ministry of State Security, MSS, right? So Ministry of State Security. The next one is called GS of the PLA, which is the general staff of the PLA, which is the People's Liberation Army, the Chinese Communist Army, right? And so the PLA, the GS, they have their own special language school, right? I went to a language school in the military when I was a Green Beret. It was in California. And that's called Defense Language Institute. They, we just learn how to speak a foreign language. We don't learn how to be spies. Now, if you learn a language after puberty – if it's a very different language from your own, I'm not talking Portuguese to Spanish, but if you're talking Mandarin to English or English to Mandarin, if you learn it after puberty, it's very difficult to get rid of an accent, super difficult, right? Almost nobody can actually do it. So you need to either learn it before puberty, generally, in, in, in almost all cases, or the next line of defense on posing as a, a spy that speaks a foreign language is to you just learn so much of that language that it sounds like you've been there for you know 20 years or whatever, right? It sounds like you've been there a long time. You know a lot of the phrases that most Americans just wouldn't know unless you lived there a long time. So we met this guy the other night, seven nights ago, in the Darien Gap. He'd just come out of the Darien Gap. I think he was in his late 20s. And we have video of this guy, and about an hour and a half of audio, he threatened, he physically threatened Masako Ganaha, a Japanese journalist, with this. But in any case, he was in an emotional state. He had just come through the Darien Gap. He was very tired. He was very hungry. He was itching a lot because of these modern guy bugs, which really tear you up out there. And I know I've been torn up by him. He was, he was really not happy, and he was leaking a lot. And this guy, uh, at one point, he, he actually blurted out that he's a spy. Now, some people will say spies will never, never tell you that they're a spy, which is completely false. They don't know anything about spies. Often spies will actually blurt out or say that they're spies, weirdly enough. But anyway, he actually blurted that out. And at one point, uh, you know, we were tracking back his, his history uh, in the last week or so. But he told us that he left mainland China. He went to the Bahamas where he bought a boat for $5,000.
He bought the boat with his father, who was with him uh, when we talked with him. And I don't think it was his father. But in any case, uh, he was sailing to Florida, right? And he ran out of gas. And uh, so this would be about three weeks ago now or so. He ran out of gas. And because we talked with him seven nights ago, he ran out of gas and the U.S. Coast Guard found him, sent him back to the Bahamas. Bahamas was was uh, deporting him back to China where he had to pass through Cuba. And in Cuba, he changed his flight and went to Quito, Ecuador. Right. Quito is where most of the Chinese actually go to first. So he, he flew to Quito, flew to Quito, took a bus to Colombia, walked through Darien Gap. And that's where we found him. We found him right when he came out of Darien Gap. Right. And we talked with him for about an hour and a half. And I said, where did you learn English so well? You know, and it was just like too good type stuff. And actually with Chinese that are really in tune with the Chinese uh, uh, intelligence yeah, apparatus, seconds. they will call this, okay, they will call this the official accent. He had the official accent. It's called the official accent. So Chinese yeah, spies are coming into the country. Almost certainly a spy. My goodness. Clearly. It's getting ridiculous. And it's all being facilitated by your government. The Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, or FISA Act, was established in 1978 after violations of the Nixon administration forced the hand of Congress to seek judicial and congressional oversight with a secret court of seven Article Three district judges unhindered by checks and balances to oversee the escalating abuse of surveillance by the federal government. As you know, we ourselves do not need to hold any visible office of leadership. We control everything. 45 years later, the Fourth Amendment violating FISA rubber stamp monstrosity that approves 99.7% of warrant requests has become far worse than what it was intended to prevent. It's not what we usually think of when we think of a court. Uh, we think of a place where we can go, we can watch, the lawyers argue, and it's subject to the uh, glare of publicity. But the Federal Intelligence Surveillance Court is anything but public. It's here somewhere inside this sprawling federal court complex off of Constitution Avenue in Washington, D.C. That's right, this is a court so secret, we don't even know exactly where it convenes inside the building. Following 9-11, the Trojan Horse Patriot Act expanded the FISA court's authority. Section 215 eliminated restrictions on the surveillance of businesses and lowered the burden of proof in order to confiscate records previously protected by the Fourth Amendment. Craving deeper control, the Bush administration's stellar win program secretly authorized the NSA to monitor without a warrant all communications involving any party believed by the NSA to be outside the United States, even if the other end of communication was within the United States. After 9-11, um, they took one of the programs I had done, or the back end part of it, and started to use it to spy on everybody in this country. So and that, that was a program they created called Stellar Wind. That was the separate and compartmented from the regular activity that was ongoing because it was doing domestic spying. All the equipment was coming in. I knew something was happening. But then when my, the contractors I had hired came and told me what, what they were doing, it was clear where all the hardware was going and what they were using it to do. I realized the U.S. government had stopped caring about what they should do. And instead, we're pursuing uh, as aggressively as possible what they could do. Well, the systems that I had built, the systems that my generation had built, uh, had produced a system that instead 
spied on everyone. After a congressional mutiny, oversight was returned to the FISA court. However, the FISA Amendments Act of 2008 enacted Section 702, loosening FISA court oversight and increased from 48 hours to seven days the length of time American online communications with those living abroad could be surveilled without a FISA court warrant. This eventually led to Congress passing the USA Freedom Act that provided a 180-day sunset provision before eliminating 215 of the Patriot Act and set a discretionary standard for hearing both sides of a case before deciding. In 2020, the DOJ admitted that the secret FISA court had been in league with the FBI and the DOJ issued warrants that abused the FISA process to spy on the Trump campaign. And now in 2023, snubbing their noses at the constitutional rights of American citizens and after months of moving the goalposts, Congress passed the 2024 National Defense Authorization Act containing the reward to the FBI with more communist-style control. 278,000 violations of the existing law as the FBI has queried information regarding Americans. When the Obama-appointed inspector general was reviewing whether or not the administration was complying with existing law, they found out we were breaking the law 38 times an hour to extend the authorities for spying that were that were being violated so that people at the FBI could do queries on their neighbors, their co-workers, their ex-lovers. That does not belong in the National Defense Authorization Act. And what does surveilling Americans communicating with foreigners achieve when Congress has allowed a record 8 million non-naturalized possible terroristic threats into the United States under Joe Biden's three-year regime. Border agents are being told to take extra precaution after not one or two explosive devices were found at the border, but 10 IEDs were confiscated by Mexican authorities after a gang fight broke out. It's obvious it is the federal government that is a threat to the national security of the United States and the rights of its citizens. John Bound reporting. In case you haven't noticed, world government, globalism, the attack on the family, open borders, fentanyl, wars, tyranny, surveillance, censorship, Satanism is all out of the open. But finally people are waking up and realizing the threat. And it's info wars that the enemy recognizes is right at the tip of the spear. And that means you're the tip of the spear. And I'm asking all of you now more than ever to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, and to get great products at InfoWarsStore.com that will enrich and empower your life. X2 sold out for over a year. Back in stock, selling out, discounted. Shorewide free shipping. Double Patriot points. Turbo Force, the strongest, most powerful nootropic out there. It is discounted. Back in stock. InfoWarsStore.com. Get Turbo Force. Get all the great products at InfoWarsStore.com. And I thank you all for your support. God bless and good luck.